So if you skipped through the first eight minutes because you didn't want to hear my flute playing, then shame on you. You should have gone back and listened to it. Everyone needs to get out a little bit of their anxious energy. And for me, playing the flute is how I do it. And you know it was me because there's some mistakes in there. Otherwise, you would have not been able to tell between me and James Galloway, who is the best flute player in the world. So sorry about that, but I, I have to put mistakes in there. Otherwise you wouldn't know who it was. And I want you to make sure that you know that it's me playing and not James Galloway. So had to do that for you there. Um, today I'd like to talk about a topic. Um, <clears throat> I've had a little bit of dis-ease or uneasiness and anxiety the past few days because I feel like the direction that we're going is we're, while there is a lot of positive stuff going on, there's also some negative stuff going on. And I actually did a video that I posted on my blog, which is jbucker.com. I actually upgraded my website so it's no longer Weebly. It used to be jbucker at weebly.com, but now it's just, no, not at, it's just dot. It used to be jbucker.weebly.com. Now it's just jbucker.com. So hopefully you can find it a little bit easier if you're interested. Under my, um, let's see, either my reflect, I think it's my reflections page. I have a page for current events as well. But I think it's on my reflections page. I, I did a little video about Revelations chapter 17 <clears throat> because I feel like that it really applies right now. And there's actually a verse in there that talks about the beast, how it was not and yet is and is not. You know, that's kind of like a hard to understand verse. And uh, I realized that I've always said that the beast is COVID. And I also think the beast has a technological point of view to it. Because if you look at COVID as like nanomaterial, um, you can tie that to this NSA center, which is also the beast because the NSA center is able to hold enough information that it can basically track all of our, um, all of our records. And um, if you have digital, digital nanomaterials inside your body, which the Microsoft patent said they were going to do, uh, the patent that ends with 060606, um, then basically the beast system is COVID and uh, this technological tracking system. And the Ben Fulford report, he um, showed in his report recently that people are trying to ask the government for proof of COVID and the government in Freedom of Information Act requests and the government is saying they don't have any proof of it. And I'm like, whoa, that's a fulfillment of Revelation 17 that says the beast is and yet is not and yet is. Because it's like, okay, there's really no such thing as this coronavirus thing. Um, there's some sort of a agenda that's uh, causing people to get sick as... Uh, we're introduced to type of particulates and it may there may be sickness attached to it but the idea is to get people taking in nanomaterials in my opinion um at least according to that microsoft patent so that these nanomaterials can actually be corresponding with the beast computer or um whatever storage of information uh to make the beast stronger and you see the same thing going on in all the different types of uh digital dollars that they're trying to bring forth uh they're trying to um 
bring forth new digital systems that are completely digital um, in the name of spirituality, you know, I mean, just kind of like Hitler said, we're going to kill the Jews in the name of becoming spiritual, whatever. Um, it's, it's the same old thing. History repeats itself, right? So you say, oh, Julie, you're just being too negative. Well, if you read Revelation 17, it says that after um, there's going to be this horror that's on many waters. So think like Evergiven, Evergreen, Hillary Clinton, tra uh, human trafficking. Um, foundations that are being taken down right now by the NSA because they're able to get all the information on people to find these pedophiles and human traffickers. It says that after the the horns of the beast um, destroy the whore, so after they basically get rid of the human trafficking because it says that God will put it in their heart to do his will, and obviously it's God's will to stop that kind of abuse, it says that they will deliver up the kingdom unto the beast. Okay, so it's like, okay, let's use the NSA to get rid of all the evil, and then let's also use the NSA to con control everybody. And if you realize that evil is not evil to be evil, evil is evil because it's a means to an end, the means to the end is actually power, right? That's what these uh, secret groups always want. They want power. So whether they get that power by doing bad things or good things, they just want the power. So... They're going to get rid of the human trafficking, which is a good thing. It's going to gain the favor of people. And I am also grateful for those who are working with the NSA and with the military to get rid of human trafficking. That's a good thing. But like it says in the Bible, <laughs> they're going to, after that, they're going to implement this beast system. And all these countries are going to be delivered up to the beast system. This uh, digital dollar age, this not dollar, but digital currency age, uh, this, you know, tracking our information that's assumably implanted biologically to derive energy from the nervous systems of our bodies and to take information from our own nerve central system in our own bodies that contains, you know, information and memories and link that up to our ability to buy and sell, which is exactly what Revelation warns us against. So it's like we're walking right into uh, <laughs> the tribulation. And I, you know, you have to say Daniel 12, it says that the, the wise will understand, but the wicked, they'll keep doing wickedly and they won't understand, but the wise will be purified. So I want to put out a, a contra rhetoric for those who are saying we're going to have this new system and it's going to be great because it's going to be fair and we're going to get rid of all the bad guys. We're going to reward, we're going to reward the good guys and we're going to punish the bad guys, but we're also not going to tell the truth about anything. So you just have to trust us when we say we're getting rid of the good the bad guys and rewarding the good guys. You just have to trust us, right? So there's people with that rhetoric. I just want to give a counter rhetoric to that. And the counter rhetoric I have is, you know, people are the people with the power. We've already been created free by God. Matthew chapter five, Jesus says that we should be like our father in heaven who is perfect because our father in heaven gives sunshine and rain to both the wicked and the righteous. God doesn't get up there and say, well, I'm going to bless the righteous and I'm going to punish the wicked because we're all sovereign individuals. We're all created freely. We are all free. And as such, we get to choose which contracts we want to make, which means we choose which governments we give our consent to and uphold by the people. Uh, this is the you know basis of common law, wherewith the Constitution is grounded upon. 
That's the law. This isn't, this isn't me making up stuff. That's the actual law. So when your church leaders say, obey the law, this is the law. This is not just the physical law. This is spiritual law. You choose which contracts you make. You choose with whom you do your consent because you were created by God. You have a spirit within you that gives you your, your life, your breath, your ability to move and to obtain what you need to bring you happiness and joy in life. And no one can take that right away or impinge or inherit upon that without your consent, without breaking spiritual law and also the physical law. If you live in a country like ours that that honors common law, that honors the fact that we are created by God and it is we the people who consent to who has authority over us. So unless, you're, um, unless your local uh, officials are paying you, then they can't do anything without your consent because you're the boss. And it's the boss that play, pays the employee. The employee does not pay the boss. So unless those officials are paying you, which I don't think they are, unless you're taking welfare, you probably be careful about that because you're, uh, there, there's implications there. But unless they're paying you, which you can say, as far as implications in receiving welfare, you can say it it wasn't to my knowledge that there was anything in the terms of our agreement that you giving me welfare meant that I was giving you consent to do A, B, or C that is without my consent. Therefore, you are committing fraud, okay? Because no one can do a contract with that with you that you don't understand and that's that you don't consent to. That is not just physical law. That is spiritual law. And the reason why it's spiritual law is because we are created by God. Okay, there is a spirit that powers us. So you could call that God. I am the living water, the living bread, whatever it is that, you know, a dead person and an alive person, the difference between the two, that's God. That's what keeps us alive. Okay, we're sovereign. Thereby, we are responsible for every contract we make. So to counter the rhetoric that says you guys need a new system and it's us, you know, it's us. better than you folk that are going to decide who's the good and bad guys and who to reward and who to punish. Instead of that rhetoric, what we need is this is the truth. We do not need to punish people. You do not need to punish people when you can tell the truth. If someone really believes that murdering people and eating them for their power, they really believe that's the way And they get up and they say, that's what I believe. Are you going to want to do business with them? Are you going to want to invite them over for dinner? No. You see, when people know the truth, when people are free to speak their truth and what they believe, people get to choose which contracts they make. Societies get to choose which contracts they make, which means a society wants to come together and say no human trafficking. They have the right to do that. They have the right to make laws because the people can come together and with their own consent say, I want that to be a law. But realize where the authority to make that law comes from. It comes from the consent of the governed. If a cop pulls me over because I'm speeding and gives me a speeding traffic ticket, I'll pay it. Why? Because I consent to it. I consent to living in a society that has laws so that we can be safer. Now, some of them, I think, go way over the top and that I do not like. We need to take responsibility what we consent to. So if these like people who know about the human trafficking would just tell us the truth and publish it, and no, you're not allowed to publish child pornography, okay? Don't do that. But you can blur stuff out and you can publish the truth so that people see it. You can do that. That's not illegal. That's telling the truth. This corporation is involved with human trafficking. 
Who wanted to do any business with that one company when the, when it looked like they may have been doing human trafficking because they had, you know, some two, two sets of furniture that were the exact same, but one was like $1,000 and one wasn't, right? $1,000 more or $20,000, whatever it was. I think it was Wayfair. And Amazing Polly brought that up too. And, and other companies were, other people, investigative journalists were saying, this looks like human trafficking. It's like, I don't want to do business with Wayfair anymore, you know? The very people who like created the organizations that we, that we like and that serve us, they're, they're going to be the ones that are making choices who they serve. And if they're coming out and saying, I serve Satan, um, which some of them are already basically by saying that they want us to do things that are against our freedom to, for example, to breathe, right? Uh, then we have to decide what we're going to do. And unfortunately for people who don't believe in those values, it might be time to scramble because we've got to figure out how we're going to take care of ourselves if we don't do business with Satan. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's like, well, surely not that many companies are in with Satan's agenda. And that's where I had to tell you it's the end times. And I, I actually don't like the word end times because if you got um, any type of ritual programming, they have a program called end times programming. So I apologize. I don't like that term. But um, when people turn against God and they turn toward things like witchcraft, and other types of control religions where it's all about controlling other people. When you spend all of your time and energy trying to control someone else, excuse me for that, um, what happens is you start to lose your own mind. <laughs> and I hate to say that, but it's true. You end up destroying yourself, not other people. So when you try to control others, you're in a world of hurt because you're breaking universal law. You're, you're, break, you're breaking both spiritual law and physical law. That's why it's against the commandments. Like, God didn't just sit there and give us the Ten Commandments because he wants to control us. Because he's saying, look, if you give your uh, sexual power to other people through means of immorality, then the consequence of that is death. If you steal from other people, uh, you're stealing from other people. I don't think they're going to like that very much and they're going to take actions to defend themselves. You're going to be destroyed, right? Because people have the right to defend themselves and the responsibility. <laughs> if you dig a pit for your neighbor, guess what? No one's ever going to be your friend anymore because eventually, people, yeah, it might work the first several times, but eventually people are going to figure out, oh yeah, that person um, lies and puts people down so that they can get ahead. And you won't have friends anymore, right? If you break the Ten Commandments, the consequence is you get destroyed in the end. Yeah, you might get a little bit of gain to begin with. But in an environment where people are honest about what they believe and they don't have to hide what they believe for fear of punishment, people learn the truth eventually. Because you can't succeed if you're, if you're following the recipe for death, you're not going to succeed at life. The recipe for life was never to let someone else have all this overarching control over everybody, over the monetary system. That's a beast. That's not necessary. That's a parasite. Now, why are there so many good people that are joining with this beast? Why are there so many people that are saying, that's okay, I'll join with the beast? And I'll tell you why, because they don't believe in God. This is where if you want to get out of the satanic system, you must believe in God. And I really, I'm sorry because that triggers everybody and their dog. But if you do not believe in God, you will not get out. And the reason why is it is through God that we have our freedom. 
And if you don't believe in God, and if you don't have the faith to believe that he can deliver you, then you, when they come at you and they say, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to expose you. If you don't do what I say, I'm going to take your children away from you. If you don't do what I say, I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. When they come at you and they say that, you'll say crap and you'll believe them. You'll believe that they have that power. And once you believe they have that power, they do have that power because you gave them your consent. This is spiritual law. Spiritual power comes from your own consent. And when you choose to believe in someone's power, you give them your consent, whether that's a demon, whether that's a human being, whether that's a government telling you, you wear that mask or I will put you in jail. And you say, I better wear the mask or they'll put me in jail. Guess what? You just gave them your consent. They threatened you and you believed their threat. And this is how the satanic kingdom will come in and take over the whole world. Because people believe that someone else has the right to take away their will. Are there people who take away other people's will? Yes, they are. Are they in violation of universal law? Yes, they are. Do the demons violate universal law? No, they don't. The only people who violate universal law are humans. And the reason why humans violate universal law is because they don't know the law. Therefore, they are not accountable. So when you don't wear your mask and you go grocery shopping and they, they say you're disobeying the mandate of the governor who says there is a, an emergency of this COVID, which is and is not, but is, because we don't have proof of it, but you're to believe it anyway. And so they put you in jail because they mandated that that was so. They're doing it in ignorance. Not all of them. Well, most of them. Because if they knew that they were breaking spiritual law, they would never do it. And this is why Satan laughs at us, because he binds us because of our ignorance. But the way out of it is you have faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has the power to break all contracts that you don't want. So if you die and you've got demons tor tormenting you, you can tell them to leave in the name of Jesus Christ because a demon has power through a spiritual principle. So if a demon is tormenting you, there's a spiritual principle that gave it its right to do that. And so you have to revoke its right by asking Jesus to help you break the contract because Jesus can do it because he knows how, because he descended below all things. So if you got caught in a trap, you need someone who's also been caught in that same trap to show you how to get out. And Jesus did that. He descended below all things, every demonic principality that is known to exist or could ever exist, had power over Jesus's body to control it while he was hanging on the cross. And Jesus, through his connection with God, source, the creator, generated the codes to overcome and break every demonic principle and contract. So it is through Jesus that we are taught the way to go to get free. For example, This is a, an adult, an adult topic. So please, if you're a child, skip past there. You know, this is not for children. If there's children in the room, let's say that you struggle with a, a sex addiction. Let's say you are sexually attracted to women in pain. When women are in pain, it turns you on. You have an addiction. Okay. So 
you've got this demonic principality that holds power over you and you'd like to get free. Okay? So you cry out for Jesus to deliver you. And then Jesus can come into your heart and start teaching you how to get free of that. Now, when you learn the truth, the truth not only sets you free, but you can share that truth with other people and set them free. And nobody may even trace it back to Jesus, but Jesus is the I am presence. It's, he is the light. He is the one that can stand in the light and in the dark to bring the dark into resonance with the light. And when he does that for you personally, you might come to have some breakthroughs. When you have those aha moments, those epiphanies, I'm going to tell you the epiphany Grant McFetchard had. He was addicted to women who were angry. He was sawing through a piece of wood one day, and Eureka, it hit him because he was doing regression work and realizing that traumas that happen early in our in utero development influence us later in life. So if, for example, conception is very traumatic in utero, you might have a state of anxiety as you're older, as opposed to a state of peace. And by going back and doing regression work to get yourself in your body, because we have this ability to split off our body if we think we're going to die or if the pain's too great, and you come back and regress it and relive it inside your body, relive that trauma, you can heal it and you can gain a state of peace. He calls it peak states of consciousness. Well, he's also trying to heal schizophrenia, which he found a way to do that based on his theory of a, uh, the primary cell and how it affects our peak states of consciousness. But he was addicted to angry women such that even if he dated a nice woman, he would do things subconsciously to make her angry because he was just, he had this association and he realized, he was sawing through the wood, he realized his body has its own memory. His physical body has its own memory outside of the thinking processes of the brain. And the body believes it has to be around an angry woman to survive. And that was the root. And his body was developing a sex craving for angry women so that angry women could be near him so that he could feel like he could survive because he had a completely irrational association because of being in the womb. And during a traumatic point in the birthing process, his mother had a feeling of anger and he was going through a moment of trauma because something was getting hurt. His leg was getting smashed or something. And... At that moment of trauma, he split off from his body and grabbed onto that anger his mother was feeling like a blanket to hold onto and keep you warm or, or like a rope to, to survive if you're drowning, right? And he thought he needed that angry atmosphere for survival in his body. It's called a body association. That's my chick in the background. He's saying, preach it. <laughs> And so he was able to have a conscious understanding of why his body was creating that addiction and treat and heal that addiction he had. So when you find yourself stuck and you find yourself, it could be a similar thing, right? That's the power of the spirit of Christ. The I am presence that can take that which is in the dark and bring it into the light. So if you find yourself, let's say you've got an addiction to women who aren't, in pain, right? You could have had a traumatic moment in the birthing experience. And your mother could have been in pain and you associated that with life and now you're addicted to women experiencing pain, sexually addicted to them. 
So you're technically an abuser, not because you're an evil person, but because of this trauma that happened in you. Do you see how Jesus sets us free? Do you see how the truth sets us free? When you have the spirit of truth, nothing else can enslave you forever. Because as you commit to following the spirit of truth your entire life, you will eventually get free from every darkness, every bondage, every dark principality. That's the path we're on as humanity, but there's going to be a hiccup of time. Daniel talks about the tribulation, Daniel chapter 12, same with Revelation 13 that says for 42 months, the beast will trod down the saints. So that's not forever, but it is for three and a half years. And what's going to happen during this three and a half years? There's going to be this beast system that rises up and controls everybody, this digital dollar, this this cryptocurrency, this brain outside of a brain, this intelligence that takes all other intelligence and uses it to fund its own needs and wants. Just like the government takes your tax money and does whatever they want with it, they don't necessarily tell you, There's the, the same thing's going to happen with this artificial intelligence beast system. It's going to have its agenda programmed by its programmers, but we never know if the programmers will really be able to to tame it or not, or if it will uh, branch out on its own and become self-aware of that, we don't know. But what we do know is if you've got nanomaterials inside of you, like the Microsoft patent says, that can solve computer problems for the AI, well, it's like taking your tax money, right? It's using your brain power to solve problems. The, the ability to solve these problems comes from the wisdom of the physical body. The physical body holds the codes to life. Your physical body is what produces the next generation. It's not your mind. It's not your thoughts. It's not your brain. Well, your brain produces uh, hormones that influence uh, your hormones that influence the body. So the brain does is connected with the body, but it's the physical body. The DNA contains the codes for creation. Satan wants that. He wants to hack the codes for creation because some of those codes are in the holy of holies. You can't get to them. Unless you have permission. Satan wants to get into that Holy of Holies and get those codes. And the Holy of Holies is the, is the, uh, the nucleus of the cell, of the primary cell of the body, according to uh, my hypothesis based on the work that Grant McFetridge has shown, that there's this primary cell, the organization of which forms our very consciousness. Psychocellular biology, psycho psycho psychobiology, cellular psychobiology is what he calls it. Cellular psychobiology. I'm just cooking some kale in the background. I don't know if it, it's picking up on the mic or not. It's kind of got a nice sound to it. So people are the ones that have the power, always have had the power, always will have the power. There is no other power that needs to come in and take over and fix things for us. That's going to be the beast system. Eventually it's going to fall because when you uh, follow the recipe for death, then it brings death. Okay? These systems can't ever stand for very long because they can't, um, they can't promote themselves because they work based on parasitical properties. And so it can only lead to death. There's only one way to, to live according to life, and that is to take the sovereignty that God has given you and use it to move forward. 
which a lot of people are going to be learning and getting wise real quick, including myself, hopefully, in the next three or four years. But don't let anyone blackmail you if you can help it. Don't let anyone tell you, if you do this, then I'm, I'm going to hurt you or I'm going to take your kids. Um, follow the Holy Spirit in everything you do and you will get through it. And the Holy Spirit might tell you, you better do what they say. The Holy Spirit may say that, okay? Just follow the Holy Spirit. Do what it says. Jesus said, agree with thine enemy while thou art in the way of him. So we don't need to start a, a, a riot. God wants us all to live. He gives mercy to so, so many of us, so much of the time. God isn't trying to, to pinpoint us as evil or bad. He's trying to give us life and give it more abundantly. Jesus was uh, in this city with his two, two apostles. And people were mocking them. And so one of the apostles said to Jesus, Hey, you say we shall call down fire from heaven and destroy these people? <laughs> and Jesus said, You know not what spirit you're of. I didn't come here to, to take life. I came here to give life and to give it more abundantly. If we only knew how much God loves us and everything he does for us is for our good, we would stop seeing him as this evil dictator, right? If we could only believe that he's good... We could start trusting him and have life and more life. The devil works overtime to paint God into a bad light. We, it's inevitable. We're going to have to figure out who the good God is and who the bad God is. That's going to happen. It's written into the way life functions such that those who are parasitical, their programs don't work. They end up dying. They end up killing the host. But try, if you can, not to enter into a parasitical agreement if you can help it. Now, a lot of us were born into parasitical um, contracts. And we, we seriously can't even eat bread without having made a parasitical contract. Okay? But just realize where that contract is going to end in the end. So we've got to make moves to get out of those contracts. If we were born into it, okay, we do the best we can. I liked how Glenn Beck talked about it's like, it's like a football game, and your parents, they moved the football down the field as far as they could. Now, we come in, we try to move the football down as far as we can, and hopefully our children can get it all the way to the end zone, right? So we take what the generation before us did, and we try to move forward from there. We try to move away from demonic contracts, and the best way to do that is to recognize it when we see it. Anything parasitical that we don't want to do that someone's asking us to do, we can remember that we have the right to not consent to that. Because we have power given to us by God, that spiritual law. You can't take away other people's agency. We're all given free will, and you just can't do that. Now, some people do. A lot of humans do, actually. But that doesn't mean that it's, it's uh, legal. And when you break spiritual law, unfortunately, there is consequences for that. So if you don't want someone to put you in jail, don't be putting other people in jail. You see what I'm saying? Because now you just, if you've taken away someone else's will and put them in jail, now they have the right to put you in jail. And that's why Satanism works so well. It works based on cursing. And what Satanists try to get people to do is curse other people, do anything to take away other people's life and will. Because by doing that, by getting you to do that to someone else, they can do it to you. Well, I do have to go now. I hope you enjoyed the flute playing and the J-Bug podcast for today. Today is also May 10th, 2021, and take care.